All right. Now, all right. Now you can uh, share your message that you want to share with the world, Mom. Go ahead. Hey, word. All right, Queen. You don't want to say anything that supports the podcast? Uh, Yeah, all right. Another episode of the Chillin' with Chillis podcast. I am your host who will forever do the most, whether it's from city to city, train to train, plane to plane, or coast to freaking coast. It is your boy and hopefully still one of your favorite podcasters to tune in and listen to, Chillist. Here to say that I hope you're all having a great day, a great afternoon, a great evening, and a great night depending on when you choose to tune in to the podcast. And I do hope that you all have a place to go to when the world does the most with the trials and tribulations sponsored and brought to you by life. In the beginning, that was the lovely, amazing, awesome mother of mine, a.k.a. Mama Chillis, with her short yet very vital message. I decided to call her while I was recording. I figured, let me just try something. I might do this thing where I record... And then make a phone call and just ask, hey, I'm um, I'm recording the podcast. You want to share a message? <laughs> and I'm glad that I did that. It actually motivated me to get an episode done. I have been, as of lately, scheduling episode scheduling scheduling episodes in advance in order to motivate me to record. It's kind of my uh, new mechanism to kind of get me to stay productive because when I'm not working and I have nothing to occupy my mind. What does take over my mind is everything that I've been trying to avoid thinking about while busy. So with this, I figured this will keep me on my toes. But it is currently the day before the day I want the episode to debut. The reason why I'm being so vague is I imagine myself recording this episode and just saying, ah, you know, let's not put it out tomorrow. But I want to stay consistent. It has been a very great amount of consistency coming from me. I am so glad. Uh, This is the 20th episode of season three, and it is not December 31st. It is. This is really cool. This is like a milestone for me right now. It's like an achievement. I wish this was like, I wish we had that. um, What's it called? I wish we had that, that uh, I'm going to say mechanism. I wish we had that mechanism that the, um, Xbox and PlayStation have when you get an achievement, so boop, just to let me know. This is really cool. It feels kind of feels nice. It motivates me to make sure I'm in the 20s earlier on. Um, we are in the month of October, so we got about, uh, in terms of percentage, we have about, in my general um, assumption, about 25% left of 2020. So with that amount of time, our percentage rather left, I want to make sure I get as much episodes in as I can. I was thinking about doing this episode and then 
one more for October, and then going straight to, oh, hang on for a second. Oh, you know, you speak things into existence. Hey, what's going on, buddy? I am actually recording an episode of the podcast, but I have you on speaker because I wanted to hear you say or share something that's on your mind, yeah? Uh, what do you want to say to the people listening to the podcast? What's up, everybody? How you doing? It's your boy, The Ryan, and the Chillin' with Chillin' podcast is where I go to get my daily dose of bullshit. All right, later. Yeah, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I tried to bring something fresh and new to the podcast. This is the first time I decided to, you know, record a phone call just to see if anyone had something they wanted to share with the podcast. You see what happens? This is the first and last time I will ever try something like that. He is banned. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It made me lose my entire train of thought, man. What was I saying? Yeah. I was not expecting that to turn the way it did. I'm over here thinking, wow, man. I just put him on the spot. He has some some um, very nice words to share. I should have freaking known, man. And I'm keeping it because we don't edit anything out. So the world now knows. <laughs> oh, how you really feel. That's crazy. What was I saying? Oh, I was talking about uh, going forward. I know I usually talk about this last, but just to get it out of the way. So what I'll do is for this month, I will continue to do episodes every Sunday. October is about to end anyway. And then when November comes, I'll do um, one episode the first Sunday of November and then take a break, take a week off after that, and then come back the following week. So there'll be two episodes um, for November only. And then December... Same thing. I don't know. I mean, it just depends on how I'm feeling. I really do like the consistency, but uh, my final four, you know, last year I had did the final four and it was kind of cool. And but that was only because of just everything that was going on. I actually have a pretty, a pretty decent schedule. So we'll see how it all goes. But just getting that out the way, just stay tuned and we'll you'll all pay attention to me. Obviously, when you listen to the episode to see how I decide to do things. Um, so, last week, let's talk. Last week, um, well, since October has started, well, for the last five months, my mind has been in a very unique headspace where it's foggy yet clear. It's like there's certain things I can see, but I can't see past what's in front of me, meaning I'm not really paying attention to the things I should be paying attention to. Uh, so I decided to make some changes and starting last week, I was attempting to follow my mother's advice, which is the first time in a long time. So far I've been, it's like, uh, it's, I felt like an artist or a player leaving a team or a label and trying to do the independent thing. I made some good decisions. I made some bad decisions right now. I've been making some very weird decisions where I don't know if they're right or wrong because the results of these choices have not been shown yet to me. So I decided to talk to my mom a little bit, and she suggested something that I thought was a little crazy at first. Not crazy, but just something that I wouldn't really suggest or think to try. She was saying, you know, why don't you just uh, go, um, why don't you fast, you know, just to, that helps to clear your mind. And she had told me a long time ago that usually when I'm depressed, I kind of... Well, I tend to overeat a lot, and I haven't been doing it as lately, but when I do get an opportunity to eat, it is bad. I realized that last night it was raining, it was about to hit midnight, and I'm on Uber Eats trying to figure out what I want to eat, and 
You know, you would think that it's late, so let me get something small. Oh, no, 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 hell no. I got two pies and uh, cinnamon, uh, what do you call it? The cinnamon pull-aparts? I think that's what it's called. And I got mild uh, chicken, uh, mild wings. And I, as, as I placed everything into the cart, I was just staring. And I'm like, wow, I, my mom was right. Click. <laughs> I still clicked it and I still ordered the food. But when the food was in front of me, I was like, you know, I have to make some changes. But funny thing enough, I was already supposed to start this change. So last week, I wanted to start Sunday, um, this week, to just drink water and tea and just have that be my cleansing process. I've been reading a lot of uh, alternatives to fasting and just uh, an attempt to to cleanse the body. And a lot I wasn't agreeing with. Some of them were just extreme for me, even though they weren't extreme at all. I just felt like, no, nah, I can't do that. But one thing about me is if I can, I can literally turn my mind off of something. Um, so if I decide that I don't want to eat something anymore, I don't want to watch it, it's easy for me to give it up. But I didn't know when. That's the only thing. So I said, you know, let me do this. But I now work um, at FedEx. So I am moving around, lifting boxes. One time I went to work without eating a meal. And I'm thinking, you know, it's just going to be a few hours. I can knock this out. I kid you not. When a box was coming down the overhaul, I was picking it up to place it down. I could not. I felt dizzy. My arms felt weak. And I said, you know what? I have to eat. There's a vending machine there. I had fig newtons. And I said, you know what? If I am going to do the water and tea thing, maybe I'll incorporate fig newtons into it. But then I was like, eh, it's weird. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or it's because I don't have the best eating habits. But when I eat certain foods, they stay with me longer than I feel they should. So, for example, I ordered pizza on, again, well, before I ordered it yesterday, I ordered pizza uh, the night before I went to work and I had eaten maybe six hours before I went to sleep. That food was still there and I was moving around. I said, you know what? This, this doesn't feel right. So starting tomorrow, I'm going to attempt to try just drinking water and tea. I did do well Sunday. I did have a cup of tea and I was great. But when I got home, I was hungry. I ordered Chipotle and I'm not going to say I was eating just to eat. I was genuinely hungry, but the whole idea of me recording this episode was to speak on how it was how it's been since I started it, but I didn't do it yet. So, starting tomorrow, uh, as soon as it hits 12 a.m., I'm gonna speak this out loud. So, I have to stick with it. If I keep it to myself and I don't tell anybody, I don't feel guilty. But I'm speaking with you all, and I've never lied to you all <laughs> since I've um, started this podcast. I've always kept it 100 with you. So I figured you can all keep me in check. Starting tomorrow. Starting at 12 a.m. midnight, it's just going to be water and tea. Now, I have enough tea to keep half of that promise. I don't have enough water. I tried to order a case of water today. That did not work out. I ended up getting six bottles of water, but I figured, you know, a water bottle a day or two for three days. I only work from Sundays to Thursdays. So Friday and Saturday are on my paid time. I could just order some more, but I just want to try something different. Um... It's a little bit more than that, too. My mom had said something that triggered something in my head. She said it could cleanse your body and your mind. And I remember she used to say that about cleaning um, cleaning my room. She was like, you know, when you clean your room and you move stuff around, it's like you could literally... When your room is clean, your room reflects your mind. So if your room is a mess, that just shows that your mind is cluttered. And for a while, I've been very lazy when it comes to 
straightening out my room. My room's not dirty, but I have a tendency to have a stack of papers in one direction. And then when I run out of space, I put the stack of papers in another. And then before you know it, I'm just surrounded by papers everywhere I go. And I knew that the minute I stopped wanting to sort out papers and put things away, I knew I was going to start the process of just letting things clutter around. I didn't want to do that. So today I got up um, around 11, later than usual. I got up at 9, but I just stayed in bed because it was my day off. I go back to work tomorrow morning. Not looking forward to that, but (laughs) I decided to get up and clean. And the more I cleaned, the better I felt. Um, funny thing, I could share the story now because it's not embarrassing anymore. I had misplaced my social security card uh, three weeks ago, and I didn't know until I needed it. And I was looking around. I looked inside my closet. That was the first place I looked, and it wasn't there. Then I checked my folder with all my important documents, like my birth certificate, uh, medical records. It's usually in there, but it wasn't in there. And, I, and in my mind, there was so much going on at that time that had put me in a in a weird headspace that I was just like, you know, this is just something else to add to the list. Today, when I was cleaning, I was just moving stuff around. Um, by this point now, I was just already getting ready to begin the process of getting a new social security card. And so I didn't even think to look for it anymore. I thought it was long gone. Today, while I was cleaning up my closet, I looked up and I seen this little paper just stuck on a bottle. <laughs> and I lifted the bottle up. It was my social security card. I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't even looking for it. It was right there. So now I have it with me. I'm literally staring at it. The number is, no, I'm just joking. So I thought that was cool. And I said to myself, had I not chose chosen to um, clean today, I never would have found it. And I had already given up looking for it and I was going to replace it. So I would have went through this entire process to replace something that was already here. And I knew I was thinking the worst case scenario, like, oh my gosh, I was outside and I had it in my hand. Um, and I thought I put it in my pocket, it probably fell out. I thought about everything. I I was nervous to call my mom. I was like, mom, I said to myself, if I ask her where my social security card is, she's going to know I lost it. She's going to really get on me. And I've had a very untouchable two years where my mom hasn't found anything to get on me. I mean, with the eating habits, yeah, but you know, I don't listen to that. So I was like, damn, I hope she has it. And she said, no, she was very calm about it. We already talked about, we skipped the whole process of, yo, you're irresponsible to just, hey, you know, you could do this to replace it. So I'm glad I found it. I'm glad I cleaned. I feel uh, 15% of where I normally am. And I'm not saying 15% in the sense that I'm trying to go back to who I was. I've, I've had some revelations. I've sat uh, in my room for long periods of time, just processing things. I've had conversations and a lot of things have, there's a lot of light shed on it. And I'm not trying to go back to who I was before all this chaos inside my head was just released and out and open. I kind of addressed a few things and I'm trying to progress this person I'm trying to be now. And I don't know who that person is as of yet. I, he could be more of a pessimist than usual. He could be just as optimistic, maybe uh, a little more, maybe a little less. I don't really know. There's still a lot of puzzle pieces I have to put together. But I do appreciate the conversations I've been having as of lately. It's so I love moments where you're talking with someone and you're not bringing up the subject that you want to talk about, but that subject just finds its way to you. It's presented to you through them. Like you could be going through something. And then you go to work and then someone speaks on that same situation and it's like, oh my gosh. And you find the answer to that or you just find that you're not alone so it's easier to deal with. I I appreciate 
moments like that. And today that happened too. You know, I was speaking with my aunt and she and I were just talking about the usual that we um, speak on every, every, every time we talk. And it was weird because everything that she was talking about had correlated to things that I was going through personally. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Because what I'm doing now is just sitting and listening and observing and just contemplating and thinking. And I don't want to say or do anything that disrupts that process. I just kind of want to let things flow naturally. And then when the time comes, just address everything. That's all I want to do. Uh, during that time, a lot of cool things happened. Uh, I was on Netflix in addition to watching The Parkers, which had came out, I think, two weeks ago or maybe. No, yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Um, other favorite classic shows of mine, One on One and Half and Half came out. And I love those shows because for me, I finally understand nostalgia in a good sense. And when I watch it, I just remember all the times where I was told to leave the room when things got hot and heavy. Like, I binge-watched Girlfriends recently, and I remember when my aunts, when I used to watch it with them, they used to say, hey, you know, leave the room, this part's not for you. And as I watch it now, I could see why they said that, but then it's like, it's so lighthearted. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I, yeah, so I've just been binge-watching all the classics, uh, writing down notes when I can. Uh, the notes I wrote down today... They really, they're finally touching base on the things I said I was going to speak with you all about. I do have um, election. <laughs> and what I wrote down was election, open parentheses, go out and vote, close parentheses. Now, when I say go out and vote, I'm not saying it on the same level as everyone else that says, how could you expect change if you don't vote? And I'm not mimicking them. I just haven't done a voice change in a long time, and that's how I knew my depression had really taken a very heavy turn when I stopped doing that. Um, The reason why I say go out and vote, I say it for the simplicity of saying, at least you can say you voted. Now, take your vote very seriously. Don't go out there and vote for just anybody. Vote for someone that you feel that could make a change and that you're responsible for making that change happen. I can't say with a straight face that I have faith in this country in terms of politics, but I will say that if I'm given the opportunity to make a change, I will still do it. Now, in the back of my mind, as I'm voting, I'm probably going to be like, what good is it anyway? But I'm still going to go vote because it's my right to do so. And I think everyone who has the ability to vote should, because there are people that would like to vote and they can't due to whatever circumstances that they have. So I'm telling you all, this is your favorite podcaster, Chillis, saying vote Go out there and vote and keep your fingers crossed that the system that presented itself to you to be what it's supposed to be actually does what it's designed to do or quote unquote what it was made to look like it was designed to do. Like I I have been paying attention to the debates like with Pence and the Fly. I swear that just sounds like a Harry Potter story. I feel like the Fly, remember Ratatouille, the Fly was just... Manipulating him and speaking. Tell them world domination. I was just like, the fact that that even happened, no one warned him about it. You know, people tend to, these days, everyone kind of, kind, everyone just seems to hold people based on where they stand and just 
have that follow them wherever they go. So because they're a Republican, you only look at them as a Republican for everything. You might not even be talking about politics, but you just see them as a Republican. So everything they say either leaves a bad taste in your mouth or you don't even care to hear it at all. And it's just learn to separate things. I personally, um, I feel I am still a Democrat, but I have been paying attention to liberal. To be honest with you all, uh, I will not tell you who I'm voting for, but that does not mean I'm voting for the person you think I'm voting. It's usually when you say things like that. Like when you're given a good choice, the obvious good versus the obvious bad, when you refrain from sharing information, people assume you're going for the bad. I am in no way, shape, or form voting for the man that's supposed to be the president of the United States for the last four years. Hell no. There's no way in the world. But I just like to say that, you know, so I'm not going to disclose that information. I like some type of privacy. You know, I like to be, I like to feel important. <laughs> but yes, everyone, do go out and vote. Now, I say that as a 28-year-old, I am told constantly by those older than me that, you know, this is really more for you guys. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And I feel that because, how many times am I going to say this? We need a reset button in the White House. We need a reset button in the government. We need a reset button with everything that's supposed to be responsible in making the world spin. There's way too many people in office that cling to these old school radical ideas that are you know, racist, one-sided, and just unfair for a specific group of people. And it's just, it's time to clean house, bring in people that have experienced our upbringing that can relate to us and make changes that make sense. I don't understand why we're still in this uh, excuse me, whack-ass system, and nothing has changed. I mean, I do know, but when I say it out loud, it's just I'm always confused and baffled. Like, I can understand that there's an agenda, maybe with the government and with those who have political power, but I can't imagine that they're creating these problems on purpose. Like, I, what I mean by that is, yeah, they probably like, yeah, they're going to react this way, but I doubt they expected uh, a longevity with all of this. Like, this just seems crazy to me, man. And then all these conspiracy videos come out. I'm like, how many times am I going to watch the same conspiracy video with no solution? I seen uh, recently, uh, I, was, I was checking my social media, um, to be specific, Instagram. And I saw someone share that they received a text message saying that if, if Trump wins, there's going to be an outrage. And I'm just saying, wow, like, what is going on? You know, this is, it's a little scary because you know that there are radicals and... Every 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 category that you could think of, religion, politics, sports, there's always someone that takes it, someone or some people that takes things a little too seriously and they, they go to extreme measures. And I would hope that when election day comes, there's nothing crazy. I will never forget when, um, when uh, former President Barack Obama was elected into office. I was, there was a guy, I was watching the news. It was a man who came in and he had a gun on his back. He had everybody nervous. And his thing was, I have the right to bear arms. And I was like, this is what we're going to have to look for. I used to be so nervous. Oh, <laughs> I used to be so nervous every time the president spoke. I be only because with the assassination of, uh, the, uh, John F. Kennedy, I used to think that's still possible depending on 
how a, a large amount of people feel or just one person inspiring everybody to react with them. And I just I, feel, I used to feel nervous with Trump. I, eh, I didn't get that. I felt like the majority of people who wanted him would do anything to protect him. Like, there's a difference. Like, there were those in power that wanted him to stay there. So it was just like, even if the 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 1%, oh, excuse me, am I saying that wrong? I am saying that wrong. <laughs> even if the minority um, wanted to band together, it wouldn't be the same as the majority wanted to take out someone they didn't like. So I used to be so nervous. And with politics, I just feel like it's just a matter of everyone. I, every time I talk about it, I feel exhausted. There are two things I don't talk about religion and politics because you can't talk to everybody about those two subjects there are people out there that are very extreme with when they speak on it and they apply it to everything and you they can't separate one from the other they just look at you and what you said and hold against you for the rest of your life there are those you could just talk about it casually you could even joke with them about it like i i know people that are very um religious but they can see the humor in a lot of things and then there are those you can't make any jokes at all it's like oh my gosh i'm, I'm so sorry i should have never said anything so i try not to speak on that but at some point they're gonna have to be talked about and i do want to bring some difference uh, uh something different to the podcast in addition to me calling people which i <laughs> after that <laughs> earlier no but we'll, we'll see how things go so I am going to speak on it. I, I, I will talk about the election when it comes. I am planning to vote. Um, I'm one of those people that will sit there. Yo, what's the point of voting? And I will be right there in that booth like, yeah, you know, it just came out. Go on, vote, guys. I don't want to be someone that is possibly influential and tell kids that are listening to the podcast, if you are staying in school, <laughs> but I don't want to tell kids like, yo, voting doesn't matter. I would rather have that conversation with them when they're old enough to understand that me saying this is just based on me making the action to um, see change rather than me just sitting on my ass and just like, nah, this ain't it, Chief. Uh, this ain't it, Chief. That's really good. We're 25 minutes in. Jeez, I'm not even on. Yo, for the record, I'm not going to announce my notes. I, I noticed I've been doing that for the last few episodes, too. I'm not going to announce what I have. I, I only did that for the election because I wrote it in parentheses for a reason to make sure that when I said go out and vote, I'd explain myself why. So that's not going to happen again. Maybe it will. Who knows? This podcast is just... <laughs> so <clears throat> there's something that I want to share. It does uh, co uh, correlate with... Um, I said correlate. Jeez. That's how you know I'm getting tired. But this note that I have here kind of goes with how I've been feeling. I am going through the motions with this depression, and I realize it's not because it's just what I've been depressed about for a few years now. It's a lot of new things adding on. So sometime last week, uh, a few of my closest friends and family have tried to reach out and speak with me, and I just didn't feel like talking. My, my mom called me and I figured, you know, maybe she could relay the message. And I was just trying to explain to her that I'm just not ready to share how I'm feeling. I'm still trying to figure things out and I don't want to say things in a way that come that comes out too negative or too harsh. So I was hoping she would relay that relay that message. And she was just saying, you know, she was just saying things. I'm not going to get into details, but there were things that I was saying to her. and She was like, you shouldn't say that. And I'm just like. This is how I'm feeling at the moment. I don't know if it's going to be a permanent, but this is just how I'm feeling now. So, and I'd rather not have it be dismissed 
my mind was working really weird. It's like everything that was being said to me, I was finding the negatives into it. And I still am. I'm just explaining things past tense. So around that time, I went to work and I was, I was, um, I went to a truck and I decided, decided to speak with the guy that was in there before me because we don't have, we're not allowed phones inside the truck. So I'm literally, when I go to work, I'm cut off from any human interaction with people I know and social media, which is ironic because I had already pulled away from that. So working makes everything all the more easier. But I said, you know what, let me attempt conversation. It's known to make time go by fast. So I was speaking with my newfound friend, <laughs> but I won't say his name on here. Uh, but I was talking with him and he was saying that I just asked him a simple question. So how you feeling, man? He was just like, honestly, man, not good. And I thought that he was just saying that because he didn't want to be at work, but he was explaining that there was a lot of things going on in his life personally. He's like, when I just come to work, man, I just kind of shake it off and focus on work, but it just creeps up being that we're in these trucks by ourselves until somebody comes in to help us. And I was like, yeah, man, the same thing with me. When I'm in the trucks by myself, my head is just playing a hundred scenarios. I'm just in this bad headspace. The only difference is my body is moving, so I can't stay on it for too long. But I hate the fact that those thoughts creep in at a time where I don't need them to creep in because not that it affects my mood. It just really alters my day, though. It alters my experience because I'm carrying things from yesterday into today. And it's just like, damn. But I was talking to him and he and I came across a very. It's it's a weird <laughs> it's like I want to say this. There's positives to being negative. Sometimes people just want to embrace in the negative energy that they've been trying to shake off. Sometimes you have to embrace the negative emotions that you're feeling in order to get over them. The longer you suppress them or you hold them back, they're going to come back just as strong and they're going to follow you around even more until you deal with it. So he and I came to this agreement. You know, I understand the words of positivity and the words of wisdom that everyone's given us, but sometimes we just want to be in our negative space. Like for the past three weeks, I have had no desire to just get out of this headspace and try to focus on the positives. I am embracing all the negatives. And when I'm speaking these things out loud, everyone's just ready to dismiss what I'm saying by just saying, hey, you can't say that. And like, I'm just saying that because this is how I feel. When people ask, when I ask people how they feel, I would hate for them to tell me what they think I want to hear. I want to hear the truth. Tell me exactly how you feel. Do you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel happy? Uh, if so, do you want to speak on it? If you don't, I understand. But if I'm telling you I feel like such and such, that is me telling you the truth. You may not want to hear it, and I understand that. But since you did ask me, I'm not going to lie to you. That's just me. And it's so crazy. While we were both talking about our uh, private and personal experiences outside of work, we just everything was negative. The whole conversation was just based on the negatives that were going on in our lives. But we laughed and we actually seen the, the the bright side of being negative. And I'm just like, you know what? This is a good topic for my podcast. And I'm so glad I let this marinate because I would have just jumped in and said his name. And I don't want to do that, even though I didn't really share what he was talking about. But <laughs> shout out to you, man. Um, I hope that we can have conversations soon because with him, I, I spoke with him about everything, but I wasn't able to see him again soon. And I'm one of those people where I feel if you're sharing something very deep and personal with me, I just don't want you to think I dismissed it the next day. I haven't seen him. So the last time I saw him, I was like, yo, what's up? And I, I was like, damn, he probably thinks I'm avoiding him because he, he was telling me some heavy stuff. But it's not what it was. I just hope that when we uh, chop it up again, I could just 
ask him and inquire uh, about what's been going on with him personally because I haven't really seen him at work and with my experiences and his experiences an absence from work would probably just mean that you know things are getting really heavy and it's going to affect everything else but that's what I'm saying sometimes like it's like I said sometimes we're going through things and we feel the need to suppress it everyone used to tell me that I suppress this stuff and it's going to come back and eat away at me but no one really explains that that experience is necessary. In order for you to truly face your negatives, you have to embrace that you have negative energy to face. You can't just suppress it and it'll go away. It might, but this is the problem. When it comes to finding a routine, you're finding maybe two or three steps to get into during the day, or maybe even more than that. And then once those steps are over, you're back dealing with the problem you try to distract yourself with. Like with me... My routine is just working and podcasting. I haven't been social as much um, these days. So once I'm done with those two, it's back to me just facing what I'm just putting away to just, to to jump into what I want to distract myself with. Sometimes you got to sit there. With me, I love the fact that I can just sit down, stare at my wall, and allow all my thoughts to marinate. Like I really get, I overthink, you all know this already, so I really get deep, and I just had to address a lot of stuff, and what came from that, what came from all of that was just me saying, you know what, I'm not okay, I am messed up, I am broken, I need to really take time to pull myself away, and I discovered that I have a tendency to distract myself with other people and their problems. And now that no one or little to no one has uh, any problems that they want to talk about, I'm left with facing what I have to deal with. And that was the craziest thing that I realized. I was like, oh, my gosh, the reason why I'm so eager to help people with their issues is because I don't want to face my own. And it's not let me let me change that. It, it's not really me saying that I, I don't want to face them. I'm not ready. I have a time period on which I want to do things and this wasn't supposed to be when I was going to face it and the reason why I'm refraining from speaking with anyone and again to those of you who have been reaching out to me and trying to talk to me and I haven't responded to you I just want you to know that I love you all still the same it's just me I don't want to say anything that that comes across as me trying to push you all away I just want to refrain from saying anything that I don't mean in the moment so please, please understand if you do choose to listen to this podcast, because I feel like I'm in this point now where I've alienated a lot of people, but they're still listening to the podcast in order to see that I'm cool and that I'm okay. I'm just going through the motions right now. And I'm not sure when I'm going to come back and be at 100%. Like, honestly, 15%, that feels like a, a great that's like accurate and on the money on how I'm feeling. So it's going to take a long time to achieve the rest of that 85%. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Um, and I just lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Oh my gosh. But the point is, I'll just wrap it up. I'll listen to it. And then I'll hate the fact that it was something that I could have remembered if I took the time, but time is money. Literally like they're sponsors. I'm trying to get here. <laughs> But sometimes you have to allow the negatives to uh, make their place outside of you rather than sitting in you. Don't let them grow. It's like, um, for those of you who have ever seen Stranger Things, I don't remember what season it was. It might have been season two. But when when Will came back, was it Will? Yeah, when Will came back, he still had 
the mind flare inside his body. His preference was staying in cold places in order... That was the mind flare uh, influencing Will to just inhabit his body, cold places. And then Mike's sister realized, yo, we keep giving it what it wants. So when you allow that negativity to manifest in your body, it's going to grow. But what they did was turn the heat up (laughs) and they were able to get it out. So letting it out, that negativity is just going to disappear into the atmosphere because it's out in the open and it has no room to grow but you're letting it grow inside of you you're not giving it any outlet it's going to become stronger and stronger and stronger it's okay to be negative it's okay to face your negatives it's okay to let it last as long as you can what i've been thinking about as of lately is that we tend to assume or or we do assume that people expect us to get over things at a certain time, so we refrain from speaking on it, i.e. keeping it to ourselves, i.e. i.e. suppressing everything, and then we just don't talk about it at all. And then when we're finally ready to talk, like, in my mind, I started to realize I refrain from speaking on certain things because I already spoke about it once, and I think that that's how many times people want to listen to it. I have to learn to understand that my close my my closest uh, friends and family are willing to give the same energy that I give to them. And I never really saw it from that perspective before because my bounce back has always been consistent. Even if it's always been slower um, time after time after time, I have to do it. it. It still happened. And these days I just hit the floor and I'm on the floor and I'm just trying to figure a lot of things out. And hopefully I will. Like I, I, I do believe that I'm going to emerge from this situation the way I'm supposed to be. Notice I didn't say for better or for worse. We'll just see how things play out. I wrote down the final four episodes, but I talked about it early. Oh, this is interesting. So listen, I shared with you all that I was trying to pre-order the PlayStation 5, but I didn't get a chance to. I missed that opportunity again. Although maybe it's not available. The problem, I hate, this is what I hate now. I hate the fact that there are people out there that know that they don't need two or three goddamn gaming systems and then they'll buy like eight and then you see on their YouTube channels, I'm doing a giveaway, guys. It's like, yo, I could give away my money myself and have that PlayStation delivered to me. Now, I'm cool about it because aside from being a gamer, I'm also a consumer and I understand that when the PS5 comes out, There are two things I need to keep in mind. With these first editions coming out, they might have some issues with it that either call for a recall or an update needs to happen or they're just bad in general. You know, that happens a lot. It happened with the PS3. It happened with the PS4. It's going to happen with the PS5. Now, it shouldn't because the PS5 took a long time to come out, but technology is technology. You can't account for anything. When it comes to it, you can only just hope that it's not going to be any malfunctions. And if there are, the malfunctions that you could treat. Maybe they'll just send a patch. But in my experience recently, when I bought Avengers, I've seen it firsthand. You get it early, you get all the problems early too. So I'm going to let it marinate. I'll probably get the PS5 in December or maybe January. The second thing I came across was even if I get it first, there's no guarantee that the people I know that said they're going to get it are going to get it right away. So it's just I'm taking my time. I'm cooling. But I noticed that they were sharing some features that the PS5 was going to have. Now, recently, what I read was that the PlayStation 5 was going to allow you to record um, voice audio notes to send to and from your uh, your friends. And that Sony was going to save them. <laughs> so I was just like, yo, imagine you just talking trash. Now, gamer rage is a thing. No matter how many 
no matter how many years of gaming that have um, been recorded into history, Gamer Rage has stayed consistent. No matter how many changes we've had, like we've had a lot of good changes. Like for instance, backward compatibility, it disappeared, but Gamer Rage still went on. So be careful what you say out there, <laughs> because there are some people that are really intense. Especially with Call of Duty. Now, I haven't really been playing the new Call of Duty, well, the latest Call of Duty, uh, with uh, the, the new Modern Warfare. I'm not going to lie to you. There was a part of me back in the day during Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, the Black Ops 1 and 2, where I was invested. Getting online was fun. These days, it's just with this Modern Warfare, for the love of God, every time I sign on to my four, oh, we're due for an update. It's like, what the hell? And that in turn just pushed me away. That season pass nonsense, it didn't need it wasn't needed. My cousin, the you know, I put him on to well, we used to play Call of Duty together, but I put him on to good skills and he knows that already. But he even surpassed me because he started playing and I just put the I was like, ah. every time I started um or I attempted to start the game. It was just, yeah, you have to update this. And it'd be 15 hours of just gigabyte after gigabyte after gigabyte. I just can't do it. So I hope when this new Call of Duty comes out, the new uh, Black Ops, it's just nothing. Black Ops Cold War. Black Ops has a special place in my heart. See, around this time, I get super nostalgic. That's why my depression hits at an all-time high. Because around October, October, the holiday season in general, I have a lot of good memories associated with it. Not even... Speaking on the holidays themselves, the days leading up to the holidays, the atmosphere in which we were in, it's just a lot. And when I compare then to now, it is a little heartbreaking, but I remember Call of Duty just being my go. There were two things I remember when it comes to October and the cold, Black Ops and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That combination was beautiful. I remember just playing zombies, and at the time, I didn't know what zombies what the goal of zombies was i didn't know it was a survivor game i thought you know let's get to 20 rounds we get to the story nope you have to figure out the story while you're progressing through the rounds and i never really figured it out but i remember i was playing black ops and there's this one scene i will never well there's a few but there's one that'll always be engraved into my memory the strongest when you were running on the rooftops in tokyo and the music was just bumping I was like, yo, this, I said to myself, yeah, the PlayStation 3, it just, it does not miss. It's hitting, you know? And after that, it's just, uh, I mean, the PS4 is great. Sony in general is great. But PlayStation 3, that system has my heart for life. PS5 and how it's looking with everything, I, I, I don't think it's going to be anything of a disappointment. I think... That's for the Xbox and all the Xbox players. They're going to experience a lot of disappointments. Even with the games. Sony knows what they do. Sony is just the older brother. Literally. Because Xbox came out when I was... Xbox came out, if I'm not mistaken, with the PS2? No, I might be wrong. Don't even quote me on that. But the point is, Sony has been around for a long time. So, as a result, Sony's always going to just come out of nowhere as a mature, older one. Like, yeah, that's cool. Now we got you. We're taking away backwards compatibility because we know that people are going to get frustrated. So let's bring it back out with the next generation after this generation. They're playing chess. And I'm being biased because PlayStation was my first system, even though I also had Nintendo around. But that's just I am looking forward to what the PlayStation 5 has to offer. I am a little curious about the game prices. I know back in my day, PS2 games were $30, $29.99. And then with the PS3, they went up to either $49.99 or 
PS4 was in the same range. PS5, I'm hearing 79. I hope that's not true. Although there might be special editions that 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 have their prices revealed before the the common edition, which are the ones I get. So maybe I might be wrong about that. But I realize now you you pay for what you are receiving, and Sony sounds like they're putting all the bells and whistles into the PS5. It's weird because as a kid, I. You, I had a timer in my head that by the time I graduated high school, maybe PlayStation would have a PS5. This is before I was thinking... This is before, like I said, um, I thought about gaming on a level where they were going to give us designs or they needed specific software that didn't exist yet. So I was over here thinking that the PS5 would be out by the time I graduated. And then that was it because my parents and my family members used to tell me about Atari and how it discontinued. So I was just like, all right, so we're done. For those of you who might know the name Wonderswan, I, I just thought that as we got older, video games wouldn't exist or they wouldn't hit as hard as they have been these days. So it was just like, all right, cool. Seeing what gaming has become makes me want to really change my profession. I, I tried to do a gaming channel, but I was like, my PS4 right now is on its last legs. Every time I turn it on, the monitor, the, the monitor, the, the inside of it has this loud jet shh. It just does that in the background. So when I record audio or if I try to save a video, it's it's there and it's loud. I'm a little concerned because I feel like it's it's not going to hold out until November. And I kind of need it to because I need something to play. But if you would have told me that gaming was going to reach a level where you wouldn't not only just have online gameplay, but being able to upload your videos and becoming a gamer, uh, a, a game streamer, and, and someone who gets paid on the same caliber as someone with a regular day-to-day 9 to 5, I wouldn't believe it. I'll never forget the kid who won Fort, that Fortnite tournament. The money he got, I was just like, I... So I am, with all of my heart, when I get the PS5, I'm going to invest in every single game I can that comes out as soon as possible. Might get some YouTube. You might see some chillest reactions. It's just the way the world is now. The way the world is designed is not the world we were told we were going to get into. Everything is being highlighted. You can just travel the world and do a vlog not a blog, a vlog, and you can get some points off of that. You can become famous by being, uh, what do they call it? Is it a social influencer? Just, It's just wild how everything worked out. So keep your heads up high. I'm looking forward to seeing what 2021 has to bring. But so far, it's looking all PS5. And also, the Chillum Chillest podcast is hitting season four. <laughs> and that's another thing, too. Even when I decide to... Um, Oh, wow, I just lost my train of thought. That's crazy. No, no, but even when I decided to do what I wanted to do with the episodes, I don't want that to affect the rollout for the debut. I'm already working on... I'm one of those people where... You've all noticed this already. I'll announce episodes way before. I'm already invested into season four. Season three in my head, I'm just writing down topics that are worth speaking on and then just getting these episodes out the way. I'm already hyped because I did the music... Uh, the intro for season four already. Uh, there's a lot more coming with it that I'm not going to announce. One, because I made the announcements about what I was going to do with this season, and it did not fall through. But uh, just to give you, you know, just give you something, I did decide to go back to SoundCloud uh, recently, and I put up two, uh, the last two episodes up on there. Now, the thing about this is I would have to go SoundCloud Pro in order to put as much episodes as I want. They only give me a little amount of space and this episode is going 47 minutes the last two episodes were about 50 minutes a piece so i'm only going to have room to put a few so i was thinking maybe with the soundcloud 
episodes, I might try something a little different, maybe add something more or just add something less. Maybe I'll do sound bites or something. Or I might do that, you know, to play the full episode. We'll see how it goes. But in my opinion, SoundCloud isn't hitting as much as it used to anymore. So I think YouTube and Anchor are going to be my only go-tos. I tried to do, I thought YouTube had this feature where I could just put the audio down and add an image and just have a consistent image while the audio is up there. But then that made me think of something else that I'm going to try to do for next season. It's so weird. Tomorrow motivates me today, meaning I, I could be done with today. Um... But then I'm just so hyped to make sure tomorrow is great in terms of just working on things. Like, I think if I apply that to music, my SoundCloud page should also be. I have like about four SoundCloud pages. It's so crazy because you would think after my rant about when my page got taken down, I wouldn't have anything to do with SoundCloud. But I was like, no, no, because I have friends there who put their music and their podcasts on there. And I like to be a supporter when I can. Uh, the support system movement, I know ha- it has been the definition of dead, but I do want to resurrect it. Um, what I'm going to do is I really want to look for a team, honestly, a team of about maybe three to four people. Um, uh, that's not including me. Uh, so it'd be five or four just to uh, no five or six, excuse me, just to kind of have certain skills in areas that I have none, <laughs> no type of a. Uh, skills at all in and they can just help me out like i'm looking for a graphic a graphic designer i already have one but i actually want to well i know one i don't have one but in my mind there will always be a part of team chillist i want someone who's cool who who knows how to use cameras videos uh specifically um video cameras (laughs) because some people will say, hey, I'm good with the iPhone. I'm like, bro, get the hell out of my office. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, And I kind of want people to just web designing. Like, I have some 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 ideas I want to bring forward with this podcast. And I, season four to me would be my senior year, technically. And I, I think that's so cool because I listened back to a lot of the older episodes. I was talking with a friend of mine. And like, yeah, you know, back in the day, you had a higher voice. Now you have this. It's like you found your sound smoother. They said a lot of other choice words I'm not going to share because my mother listens to this podcast. And I've already been slipping up with swearing. But, you know, Grace knows what it is. Now, let me stop. I'm sorry. I love you, Mom. So I do have some ideas I want to bring to the table. So if anyone out there, and I do want to get the interviews out the way, too. I got my feet wet when I was speaking with, um, well, actually, technically, I was going to say, you know, when I was talking to Rez. But even way back when I did the support system episode with my guy, Scotty, and and Dance a Guy, that kind of was just uh, my first attempt. No, no, that was a group episode, really. I my The goal with the Salamander episode was for me to interview him. So that was my first interview. And there are a lot of people that I'm speaking to that want to do interviews, and I really want to interview them. I just like to make sure I represent the professionalism that I claim to have during these conversations. And this is where the mind of Chilla State of Mind comes in. I when I, like when I tell somebody, hey, let's do an interview. I am assuming that they're assuming they're going to get the best experience possible, instead of just getting. Oh, this guy just has a mic in his room, so I want to make sure I have all the bells and whistles and just being great. I, let me tell you, this podcast is literally saving my life. It's giving me a. It's a little ounce of positivity that I've been able to hold on to, and with all of you listening, that magnifies that positivity even more. And I do appreciate you all for listening. I would love to hear your feedback. I've heard the last few episodes, and I do 
I'm I'm very back and forth with how I feel, to be honest with you. Like I, I know I sound a little confused and angry and I just sounded so lost. This is like the first time I feel okay with recording in a long time. And I hope that energy continues as I do the final episodes of this season. But um, I'm so sorry if it sounds like I'm breathing heavy. I just had Chinese food, and it's just still sitting with me. This is what I mean about just eating. That water and tea diet is really going to hit uh, soon. And I'm not just going to do water and tea and not do anything. I'm also going to be consistent. I'm going to work out. <coughs> no, I'm serious. I'm going to try to really... I think being physical, physically fit is more about uh, being whole than it does with being attractive or just it's like some people when they work out they just want to get the most want the the reaction of people oh you look great you look good but i want to just i want to look good and also feel great too i want to look great and feel great i want my mind to flow normally with no more assumptions or overthinking i want my body to be great i want my body internally to be even better and i just want to stay on top of certain things so i'm definitely doing this water and tea i will never have general so's and Shrimp fried rice again until tomorrow. No, I'm joking. But as I speak on these things, I, I, I feel excited. Like, that's one thing that recording the podcast has shown me. Um, when my sister told me I've been very consistent, that got me hype because I didn't really notice it. But I'm like, wow, I'm getting back into that old way of how I used to do when I recorded an episode every seven days from the last one. It's looking really great. So I want to keep that energy going. And we are 53 minutes in exactly. That is crazy. That is really crazy. I'm looking forward to listening to this episode. And it's the first time I recorded an episode and there's no noise outside. It's been, it feels like it's a long time since I've had that. I had to close my windows and I just would hear the music. But since it's getting colder, I thought my neighbors were going to get creative and just come out with like the portable heaters. Like, yo, the party's not going to stop. Thank goodness for that. Just going forward, um, like I said, I do appreciate you all for tuning in to, and listening, whether it's just for the whole episode, for half, or even just three minutes. It means the world to me. You all mean the world to me. Thank you for uh, just being a part of my newfound purpose. I enjoy, which is currently podcasting. I'm not saying that I want to really go far with it, but as long as I'm doing it, I'm glad that you're all enjoying it, and I'm glad you're giving me feedback. And I, again, to everyone who has been checking up on me, I love and I appreciate you all. And I do hope that I get out of my headspace long enough to at least communicate with you all better. I have been sending messages, not to everyone, but to a few people just explaining what's been going on. And that's something that I do want to be consistent in. I, I want to let everyone know that I'm choosing to not be vocal instead of just not being vocal and having them worry. That is something that I'm going to do. But I do appreciate it. It's it's a long and hard road for me personally based on things that are going on, things that have happened in the past. It's just a lot. And maybe one day um, when I'm able to move past it, I could speak on everything clearly and just get straight to the point instead of just finding ways to stretch out the short version, which is I'm not ready to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm going to end the episode here. Uh like I said, everyone, go out and vote. Uh, your voice matters. Um, it's okay to be negative up until the point where you feel that you can let that negativity go instead of just suppressing it and hoping it goes away. Uh, team PlayStation 5. <laughs> um, the final four episodes. <laughs> 
uh, come November we'll get two, and then December we'll get two, and then we're back at it again with season four. That's what it's looking like. Uh, I'm only laughing because I'm reading these notes, but I'm not even reading them in order. But it's just funny. It's just funny. And I will keep you up to date with the water and tea. I'm not going to use the word diet. The water and tea. Gosh, I can never think of a good title, which is ironic because all my titles are bangers for the podcast episodes. (laughs) But no, I'm going to start the water and tea process starting 12 a.m. midnight. I'm going to have tea. When you go to bed, wake up, have another cup of tea, take a bottle of water with me, go to work. I'm going to try not to eat anything. If I do, it's just going to be the fig newtons to get me through. And then I'm coming home and I'm just going to drink tea again. Maybe do some exercises, work on some podcast stuff. So, yeah, this is it. I mean, I'm speaking all this into existence. I would love for you all to stay on top of it and remind me, but it's up to me. I have to do this. <laughs> but, um... I look forward to speaking with you all again soon with an update and more good notes. In the meantime, you all be safe, you all be sound, and just positive vibes sent to you all. Positive vibes, great food, amazing people, in any way you want it. (laughs) Chillist is officially out. I will be back soon. Take care. Later.